What up, what up, what up? Hey. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Sacral Stimulation. Okay, so today, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) this is what happens. Like we get together and then we have like these really beautiful conversations and we're like, fuck, we forgot to press record. Someone (laughs) needs to hear this. Um, So today we're going to talk about um, embodiment and just like relating that to how, well, really how yoga's changed both of our sex lives and our lives as a whole through embodiment. Mm, really. Yes, exactly. And we kind of just like had a couple conversations <laughs> on that already, but yeah, so um, <laughs> we're like, uh, uh, what are we, we saying? <laughs> so, uh, okay. So, well, first of all, the whole point of us starting this podcast was the idea of how great sex can be and like how it has like changed through our lives. But when you and I both like start talking about like, well, how did it start? Cause for, I feel like for you from it's been, you've been connected to that energy for way mm-hmm. longer than I have. But for me, I've just kind of like found it. You've kind of been like, I mean, even the masturbation episode, you're just yeah. like, I knew this energy like a long time ago. Whereas yeah. like me, I'm just kind of finding Like as it. like sexual energy as yeah. pleasure, you yeah. mean? Okay. Yeah. Which yeah. like falls mm-hmm. into that sacral energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like center. Pleasure, space. And then when you start to get into like that whole vibe of mm-hmm. the sacral chakra, it flows into your whole life and changes it's just everything. Like, yeah, and that's what, and that's why we named this the the podcast sacral stimulation because, like, we were, I was just talking to Kales before this, like the energy awareness, like the awareness mm-hmm. of the emotions coming in your body, and being able to like, like I was just telling her, like I've I've been going, I just like moved through something really big yesterday because, I found myself in this space of like I I own a yoga studio I don't know if I've ever said that on the podcast yet but I own a yoga studio yellow brick studio shameless shout out (laughs) come see Uh, (laughs) so I own a yoga studio and I found myself yesterday like because my studio is so fucking juicy and the community of this space is so like full and transformational and unique and they just love and they uplift and we just I've witnessed it do so many things for people's lives I'm really passionate about it and I want us to be seen and I want us to be known and I want us to like so I have all these good intentions but then I I something happens oh this is how this is why how it fucking happened I seen Cleveland's best magazine voted like five best studios in Cleveland. And I'm like, how the fuck am I not on that list? Like, how the fuck can, how do I get on that list? Like, where is this at? Like, how am I, I'm still running into people right now that don't know about the studio. Anyways, I went through this. I got this icky feeling in me. I got jealous almost kind of like, why isn't anybody seeing my studio and like real like pick me pick me type energy like look at me I need to be seen type energy like around my business and immediately when it happened like I felt icky as fuck like I felt like this this don't belong to me right like this is not a story or this is not an energy that I want or a vibration like that I want like I felt it in my 
body. Like I felt it in my stomach. Like ugh, I yeah. feel icky because like normally what happens, right? Like I will get that way and then I'll start to be like mean girl. Like I'll start to talk shit like, oh, my studio's better and da 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 or like, or right. just like in a hateful way or, or like, I don't know, just negative a way, a negative, like anything. Yeah. yeah. Like, or not even that my studio is better, but, or if it's not like that, like a bitchy catty way, it's like the other way. Like mm-hmm. I suck. Nobody, you know, it's like victim mindset. Well, that's because I'm all by myself. And I, like, I start yeah. to like find the ways to like find it the other way. Anyways, I align with an energy that doesn't feel right like that's not cute that's not something that i'm trying to like not even call in yeah. and when i feel it in my body now like mm-hmm. i can feel it and i don't get stuck there long it is like i move through it so quick and i'm so grateful for it and this is what yoga taught me right yoga taught mm-hmm. me to like notice how my body's feeling and even with even with sex right yeah. bringing it back to sex and embodiment like i mean even before when, when i was younger and i was more connect or connected to my sexual energy still it wasn't like this yeah it wasn't like this so that's why when you're saying that like i feel like you were always like i don't feel i personally don't feel it was like this because this is more like oh like i just it just when you're thinking of it on all of the dimensions Mm -hmm. sex embodiment like to be able to be in your body during sex like it sounds so like oh we all are but I feel like not a lot of us are not in our bodies like it's a very like physical bodily thing but we're not there yeah we're not in a lot of like um not really feeling Mm -hmm. because for me like I don't even think I really even felt sex yeah like it was just like a thing you do Mm-hmm. It's like how you, you know, like how you show someone you care. That was all. It was really it for me for a long time. Mm-hmm. But now, like, it's like, it's never a chore. It's never a chore. And it's always something, like, so uplifting. Like, I could be, like, deep in the pits of, like, sadness or, like, any emotion. And it just, like, takes me to a whole nother dimension where, like, I just come back feeling so free. Mm-hmm. It's almost yeah. something you want to hold on to, like, forever. I know. It makes me sad sometimes when I'm talking to people and they're, like, they're not connected to their sexual energy for mm-hmm. whatever for whatever reason, right? Sometimes it's deep, like, trauma shit and, yeah. like, thick shit. And, like, sometimes it's the lack of embodiment. Like, for me, I feel like, again, that was... It's a, it's a combination of all the things with the lack of embodiment. And this is why this, you know, this episode is titled How Yoga Saved My Sex Life or yeah. Changed My Sex Life, really, is because when you... When, like, when you're in body, when you're having sex, it is so... You, like... So freeing. It's, like, it's so, like... Because it's literally, like, there's not a single worry in the world. Like, it's all feeling it's no thinking i've had some of the like most amazing orgasmic experiences in body like Mm -hmm. in body and doing absolutely like nothing like before like you know earlier in my sex life i would feel like it needed to be this performance almost where like not like a chore because it was always good for me. I always enjoyed sex, but it wasn't like how it is now. Right. It was just like it was good and it was it did the job, but now it's like I can just like sit on 
my husband and breathe myself into an orgasmic yeah. experience. Yeah. From just breathing right. and sending awareness to my clit and like feeling uh, your aura like just talking about it. I'm like right. Like getting a little heated. Yeah, like the, like I, and that is like, and it's like how. It does, it breaks my heart when I like find out that people have never like experienced that. Mm -hmm. Cause like, I mean, I've been there. Like I haven't experienced that until like a couple, like, I mean, this relationship right now is the first time I've experienced it. It's just like if, if someone was to just like start to rub your arm, right? Mm -hmm. Like. Most of us go straight to our head, like, oh my God, what does this mean? But you know, we jump right out of our body immediately. We're like, there's so much here. Like, what's going on? Is my arm feel good? Did I shave my leg? Like, we just like, right? We just like run to our head about like all these thoughts. And I feel like for women, we do that a lot in the bedroom where we're like, we're in this space where we feel sexy and then we're like, oh, my, how do I look? My role, this, yeah. that, you know, like, do I smell this? Blah, like yeah. all of the things that just like run through our head and all, what does that do? Shuts you Pulls down. you out of your body. Yeah. Shuts you right down. It is the opposite of embodiment. And the way that I like, so for me, like I, like now that I'm kind of thinking about it, I don't like, I used sex to find embodiment, but I really found it by like doing shit that made me feel sexy. Like, mm. I mean, like I started to get my butt waxed. So now yeah. I got this like silky smooth butt mm. and like, I like to be naked. Like I never liked to be naked until like. I don't know, like two years ago, maybe like Mm -hmm. I just like was always hiding my body and was never proud of it or never really liked it. Didn't like being in it, like none of it. So like I had to find that embodiment first before I did actually find like freedom and sex. Mm, I feel I feel you on that. But for me, it was like it was having sex with a woman again for me yeah, because it made me like appreciate a woman sensually and sexually because i've always i'm i'm a woman's woman i love women i'm like bitch you're doing it i support you you got this you're fighting i'm got you like i'm there on all levels but like to appreciate a woman in that space Mm -hmm. it it definitely like yeah it helped me it helped me remember like bitch like you didn't come here in a woman's body for nothing like You're, and it's like remembering like your divine and your your presence and your energy in itself is a gift for every single one of us. Like with a womb space, with the yeah. vagina, with the wet well, fucking... Kind of, right, and it goes <laughs> like, back to kind of like the discussion we had with Jay where like mm-hmm. guys, like they have to be told. You have to talk to your partner mm-hmm. if it is a male. It, I mean, you can connect energetically, but you have to tell them what you like because they don't know what it feels like mm-hmm. on our end. Whereas, like, when you're with another woman... And you woman, can do it in a way where... You could do it in a way with your man where it doesn't feel like... Instructions. Instructions. Because yeah. that's so, like... They have to be in that moment where they're ready to connect energetically, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never really had to tell my partner right now, except for the first couple times when we, like, first met, yeah. like, what he needs to do to make me happy. He goes off of my vibe and just rides that wave. Yeah. It, it, it's like, instead of being like, hey, over to the left, down, right. Right, it, right, oh, faster, slower, <laughs> no, to the right, you could just be like, when it gets there, or like, move yourself there and be like, yes. oh, yeah, like, this is it. Yeah. Stay, you know, like, more encouragement mm-hmm. versus, no, not like that. It's not, just like, like, like 
you know, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like I, I love it when you touch me. Like I want your hands oh, on yeah. my body. Like to say it in a way where it's like, ooh, versus and like you a sense of encouragement or, too. Yeah, yeah. Like because I mean, I love. Don't get me wrong. I love men and I love my man, but they are kind of like dogs. Like mm-hmm. if you keep putting their face in their own shit, they're just gonna cower in the corner all the time. Every time you walk through the door, yeah, yeah. they made a mistake. Like. So you have to, like, encourage them. You have to give them treats. You have mm-hmm. to, like... And it, once you start doing that, like, it's not even that they start to comply. It's they start to understand you more. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just like, okay, like, this I get This is what she likes from. and this is what she don't like. And then from yeah. there, they can, like, start to connect the dots. Like, mm-hmm. in it, I've been in those relationships where I expected the man to know what I wanted. And mm-hmm. I resented him for not knowing that. But now, like, this open line of communication, which, like, has taken so much work, is so worth it. Yeah. Because, like, I don't, it's not exhausting anymore. Like, it's just feeling, which mm-hmm. is, like, sweet. Yeah. That feels good when mm-hmm. it's like that. Yeah. And it's more meaningful, too. Like, it's like, because the other things in life are exhausting. Like, that shouldn't be on the list. Yeah. yeah. I feel that. Little Joe's move is over, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like sad music. I know. Right? I'm like, mm. <laughs> So, yeah. So, we've had... Um, I mean, I think it's also a part of the awakening, too. Like, um, and just becoming more spiritual in general, where you're connecting with who you truly are. You can't really avoid your feelings anymore. Yeah. Feelings and, are... you, and you also, not only that, but you also get to, like, realize your, like... A lot of that detachment from embodiment is, you know, anxiety and, like, mm-hmm. ego shit and, like, lack of self-confidence and, like, solar plexus shit. Like, yeah. you know, but when you get into that part where you're, like, oh, like, it's, like, trusting and, like, I'm that bitch and you're that bitch and, like, we're all, like, right who we need to be. And, yeah. you know, everyone is, like, when you get into that space of, like, that, it's, like, it makes the ride so much easier i always have to remind myself that there's also like space and abundance for everybody yeah because that one is a hard one for me like when i see other people doing Mm -hmm. like sound baths and like like the type of workshops that i do i'm just like oh great now like everybody's gonna go there no one's gonna come to me like that's not fair like you shouldn't be able to do that i get like super like defensive Mm -hmm. but i went to a workshop this past weekend and it was a cacao ceremony and a sound bath mm-hmm. and like everything that I would offer. And I was just so grateful to sit on the other side and not yeah. have to do like not be up front yeah, yeah. and having to do it. It was like it was so special to me. Like I was mm-hmm. like, finally, like I have found somebody who can offer me what I offer. Other people. Yeah. And that feels better, right? It like does back, feel way going better. back to the yoga studio conversation. Like, mm-hmm. yes, like there there is an yoga needs to be everywhere yeah and I believe that yoga is for everyone I believe that and I think that there is I mean I know there's an abundance for everyone to do great and I and that feels good to me when Mm -hmm. I say that like it feels good to me I align with that energy it feels good in my body it Mm -hmm. lands right it's like yes bitch that's your truth you live an abundant life you believe there's enough for everyone you know there's enough for everyone like your people they're gonna find you the corner the studio down the street is gonna find them like Mm -hmm. That feels good to me versus, like, that old, like, you know. Like, yeah. And it's, like... And that, that like, 
uh, what, uh, what do you call it? Like that owning of your clients or your students like Mm -hmm. that, that when I hear somebody say, well, my clients are my students, it's like, they're not yours. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, they're their own person. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's okay if like you don't own them. Yeah. That does drive me crazy too. And you're, you've never really been like that. Like you're just be like these people that walk through this door, man, Mm -hmm. like they're, yeah. They're real people too. I mean, and the offerings you have are so, they're so unique. And I think that is another part of it is that like some people go out there and they want to do what everyone else is doing because they see that they're successful. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, is that who you are too? Or like. Yeah. And, but then even if there was like, even if there was a sister studio yeah. who opened up, cause I, I have like sister studios, not in Cleveland, but like that I recognize they vibrate at a similar like space that we do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's like, even if one popped up on the corner, like there may be times where I pull myself in out of my body, out of my mm-hmm. current a vibration that aligns with my highest vibration, you know, mm-hmm. but I will always come back to that okay. ultimate truth of like, this is, there's an abundance for everyone. Like I know that. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's um like when I was talking about moving through your emotions, right? Mm-hmm. Like I posted something the other day, like you or just yesterday, you are not your emotions. And this is like lifetime lesson for me that I'm constantly revisiting over and over again and each time just getting a little bit more like a little bit more strong with how the truth is with me but Mm -hmm. I have to remember I am not my emotions when that little jealous pick me what about me comes up like that is not me that's a survival mode too but it's not us that's the thing it's like I would attach to that where that would Mm -hmm. come inside of me and then I would start to guilt myself, like, how dare you be that person? Right. Or even, like, when I flipped out and almost choked that bitch last time. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm not an angry person, you right. know? Like, how do I let these emotions, like, just grab me? And then, I, then I'm then i like, that's who I am. Yeah. I'm a mad person. Right. Or I'm a jealous person. Right. And it's like, no. So if you're someone who's listening to this and you, like, you come, you you become your emotions, like, it is a practice, and this is a this is another reason why embodiment, like and not it only in have your to be sex, forever too, because that is something that I needed to hear too mm-hmm. at some point. Like I was an angry person, but I don't mm-hmm. have to stay there. Like yeah. I don't have to stay there, and I think that's hard for people mm-hmm. because change is hard. Change yeah, is but really hard. are you an angry person, or did you do you it's just move stuff. through some? Did you? take long to move through some angry emotions because like we're not angry people we're not anything like the emotion comes in and then it leaves Mm -hmm. and sometimes it gets stuck Mm -hmm. if you don't move through it and what happens for a lot of us is we identify with the emotion and now I'm mean angry person like and then we start to feel guilty and bad because that doesn't feel good to us we're like why do I feel so bad when I'm being a bitch right but you feel bad when you're in that space because that's not your highest natural flow flow, your Mm -hmm. natural vibration you're resisting your and you're attaching to it and you're attaching other thoughts to it and you're giving it weight and you're starting to spin down in these lower vibrations this is i'm like acting like they can see me with my little i'm a very big hand talker (laughs) if if you just muted me i could tell you a whole story with just my hands i'm like yeah yeah 
and it, it's it, I mean it does take time to move out of it too if you're not used to it but I do feel like now I can move through a little faster mm-hmm. um and it almost feels like I ha- it does feel like I have more space like I just have more space in life and um you know like I'm actually I mean feeling things is also scary too it's terrifying to feel your feelings mm-hmm. if you haven't in a long time yeah for me I was scared like mm-hmm. for a really long time I was like well I don't know what this is going to look like and I don't know like when I was sad you know when you're grieving or something it's like I don't know how long I'm going to be like this and I don't know if I want people to see me in that vulnerable state all the time mm-hmm. so then you hold it back but you're holding it back and it's just like you're just shoving it down yeah I mean it always like pisses me off like big corporate jobs they give you like three days for a funeral mm-hmm. and it's like you know, like, no no human on this earth can process an emotion as deep as grief in three days. Yeah. There's, you just can't do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the joy of having a baby, they give you a couple months off, yeah. usually. Like, and that and that really sucks. And, like, a mm-hmm. lot of us are are have to do the corporate thing in order to survive, even if it's just for, like, a little bit. But it's just, like, so, like, structured and, I think, like, conditioning for people, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, okay, you can only have this these however long three four months to be happy and grow your family and then you have to come back yeah you gotta leave it you Mm -hmm. just gotta leave it behind that's a lot for someone to take on Mm -hmm. yeah we we're we're taught to rush past big emotions Mm -hmm. it was sometimes they do like i that's like my my thing if my if i died and my kid was like where was two things your mom like stuck in mm-hmm. you know in you one would be like drink your water <laughs> for sure and then the second one is that um fuck I lost it I'm like these are the two most important right. things that I tell my child and I can't remember the second one. it has nothing to do with the I blunt do, we I just feel smoked. like you naturally right seriously <laughs> I feel like you naturally teach people uh I mean even for me and I know for, oh like, a lot don't of get people, stuck there don't get stuck there, there it like, is freedom yeah hey don't you get stuck there how to just be free I tell Nani all the time mm-hmm. when she comes out being a bitch I'm like that's cool don't get stuck there yeah. honey. like you want to be mad don't get stuck there like I wish I was told that growing Don't up. Don't get stuck so there, right? Like, yeah. Because I can't. Because I watched everybody be stuck. Everybody in my family is still kind of stuck there. Mm-hmm. Like, just stuck. And yeah, like, like when you when you it. when you listen to, like, like the Tony Robbins and the, yeah. like, Dr. Joe Dispenza's and then, like, you know, the sorcerers of our right. day. Yeah. Like, these, this is what these guys teach you, you know, mm-hmm. is, like, if you, this is why embodiment again is so important. Like, cause you, we attack, we feel like we are those things. Yeah. And then that becomes like, what is, what, I, I don't remember what he says again, because I'm high as fuck, but Has something ever, about like you your personality. No, yeah. Do you remember the mask one where they, yeah. put, they would put the mask on and it would like get stuck on uh-huh. there. They couldn't get it off. It's like that. And then you're like this, you turn into this ugly thing uh-huh. when really, like, all you have to do is just, like, take Ooh, the mask off. Oh, yeah. It's, exactly. It's like that a little bit. It is like that. Goosebumps is seriously how I relate a lot of things to life. Yeah. For me. I don't know why. That's interesting. But it was a bit, I mean, it was a big part of my child. That and Bill mm-hmm. Nye. Bill Nye? Mm-hmm. That's why I got a biology degree, I Bill guess. Bill Nye, science guy. <laughs> yeah. He's per- He's, like, badass right now. He was on dance, or uh, The Masked Singer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he got eliminated like pretty early on, but he was an ice cube. I 
<laughs> and I he love was like that. dripping in like ice. Like I he had it. like um Bill Nye, you should sponsor us. Yeah. We love you. Hey, Bill <laughs> it's funny because Nani was just showing me some video and I'm like, You guys still listen? You guys still yeah. watch him? She's like, Oh yeah, and he was like angry. He was like angry about the planet, and I was oh, like, he gets "Yes, so mad. yeah." He's like, "That's where I like learned it from." Like, fucking recycle, yeah. don't litter. Like, I remember being a kid, and my dad would like, he always smoked cigarettes, so he'd take that little plastic part and like stick it out the window. Like, don't fucking do that. What yeah. are you doing? The Earth, and he'd be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> freaking Bill Nye. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, that was a good one. Yeah. So embodiment. So yeah. You are not your emotions. Is you are like, not. And you are not stuck there. Do not, not get stuck, stuck there. there. Move through it. How to move through it. Let's talk mm-hmm. about that. How yeah. do you move through emotions? So for me, um, I guess now I try to identify it. Mm-hmm. Like I try to identify what it is. And usually it falls into two categories. It's anger or anxiety. So then I have to dig a little deeper. Mm-hmm. And like breath work has been helping a lot. To like move it through mm-hmm. um and sometimes like i just like like move like primal movements and i just started getting back into my practice too because i think i'm moving through like deeper stuff at the moment mm-hmm. um so i've been actually taking yoga classes which mm-hmm. i find that like i haven't been doing for a while and so like i'm excited to get back to it i, I just teach on the time i hustle I hustle mm-hmm. hard as fuck, and I'm just always teaching and always offering. That's another thing. This is my mission in this world, is to make sure teachers, to remind teachers yeah. that they have to keep their practice. Yeah. Because, like, that's the thing. Like, we become teachers, and then mm-hmm. we show up on our mats only for our students. Right. And then you, we, it's like... It's like false flagging a yeah. little bit. <laughs> you know? I, and I always felt like that too. So like that's why I was very committed to living my yoga life as a teacher mm-hmm. off the mat. Yeah. If I couldn't get on the mat. I'm like, well, if I can't do it off the mat mm-hmm. or on the mat, then why am I even teaching? Yeah, yeah. And I know like I haven't had that much time, as much time as I want on the mat. You mean your physical mat. practice. Like, yeah, actually like my physical practice pra- yeah. I do stray from. Mm-hmm. But in my but mind. But you're always breathing. I'm always and you're thinking always... about yoga. I'm always breathing. I'm always um, like, I'm always reviewing you're... the yamas and the niyamas. Mm-hmm. Like trying to live by those standards. Yeah. So I'm always living off the mat. Mm-hmm. And so like it kind of helps me to feel like not such a fraud yeah even yeah though like my physical practice fades mm-hmm. quite often do you feel like when you're living your yoga off the mat with like very little physical practice that your teaching changes yeah oh, for versus sure. when you're a phys- you're physically practicing mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. i lose the movement all the time because yeah. i like an, a physical movement practice, but I still move, like you said, primal movement. Like I'm always like shaking my ass or yeah. like doing some weird like always stretches dancing, and right? making, yeah, always moving around the house or like, you know, moving my body. But like a physical practice, mm-hmm. like I lose it all the time mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. But that that is like... I feel like when you're teaching yoga, when you're, it just helps with all things like sequencing, cueing, all things mm-hmm. physical practice. Do you do like more breath work with your, like, do you end up doing more like breath work and meditation, like more of the yin physical when you're off the mat practice is heavy? Mm, no, I do more of like the vinyasa, like, um, 
like the hot actually mm-hmm. like I really enjoy hot yoga and getting super fucking sweaty and like mm-hmm. being challenged because I I mean I do feel like I have a strong practice so like I like the challenge of that whereas I also um like I find movement I've been doing Pilates for like at once a week for a year so like those kind of movements and like rowing and like harder advanced yeah, workouts yeah. are like kind of my jam. Mm. But I, I have to remind myself like you can't do this all the time. You have to go find a yin class or a restorative and class. And you or, teach. What do you teach yin? I teach, uh, I teach like basics okay. kind of. Um, I rarely teach like a power. Power has just never been my thing. But I prefer the, mo- the one I like the most is restorative. To teach. Mm-hmm. 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 That's so weird. Not so weird. It's just so interesting to yeah. see like like that. I like to hear like what is your personal practice mm-hmm. versus like what you teach mm-hmm. and how that, you know, because I teach a variety of different classes. But overall, still very similar. Yeah. They're all very you know, all parts of, I try to incorporate all parts of yoga. I mean, and I think that's holistic. Yeah. And I think that's the whole, like, I love to give my students an experience Mm -hmm. rather than just like a class. So Mm -hmm. like, I like to throw in like vinyasa with some yin at the end or in the beginning and some meditation, like mix it all up. Um, Those are the best ones. Those are the best ones. Yeah. The mix, like the the whole melting pot of A full dimensional you practice. You watch students walk away like with their heads bobbling yeah. back and forth kind of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> after class, do at. you, after class, when class is done and everyone's in kind of like their yoga high and mm-hmm. they're just kind of like sitting there, like, do you have a, how do you handle after class? Do you like chat or do you just kind of like lay down and give your students their time or? Mm. So I usually, I look up and see what, what everyone's doing. And then depending on the demeanor, like I'm usually just kind of like, I sit for a minute and then I'm always like, thank you. Like I always thank them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it always cracks me up when you go to a class and it is really yummy. And like right after class is done, they're like, thanks. And they like, they like yell, thanks. They get up, they turn the light on, they start rolling up their mat. And it's just like, give me a minute, man. <laughs> so I do like to like give my students and I'll be like, I'm turning on the light now. Cause I, I like yeah, to yeah. turn the lights low and shit. Um, so yeah. And it's always like, it's so jarring to the nervous system too. Yeah. yeah yoga is so beautiful. It really is. The breath work is is the thing I think that is key for embodiment. So, yeah, that's what we were doing. We were just telling them the things that we do for embodiment. So, yeah, I'm very similar to you with, you know, dancing, breath work. Um, and then, like, to just, like, sitting and allowing myself to, like, feel the thing. Like mm-hmm. you were saying, like, you know, with grief or, like, you know, guilt or shame or, like, all things or trauma, especially, like, we stuff it down deep and we're, like, I don't want to look at this right now. It's too uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't want to look at this right now. It's too uncomfortable. I don't, it's still too, it's too uncomfortable. And you do that for so long. Like, you know, that is the work is like feeling your emotion, the depth of it, like the hard mm. shit, the scary shit, just feel it, just feel it. And then cry it out. Yeah. Move it out. And then just be like, okay. I'm past it. <sighs> yeah. And now that I'm like 31 and, you and, can do had, that and times. I've worked through all of the shit like from years mm-hmm. past, now I'm like really like, 
I'm really committed to just don't give me any more. Yeah. Like, let's just process it now because I'm sick of processing this old shit plus yeah. like the ancestor shit right? and, like, all, and my mom's shit and my brother's yes. shit and everybody's yeah. shit. I'm so done processing mm-hmm. it that like I refuse to add to the We plate. stop shoving it down now. Yeah. So now that's what happens, right? Where uh-huh. that studio situation again, yeah. just because for reference, like if that came up and I was like, and then I said something mean about someone else and then I said something mean again and I did something nasty and I like moved in a way and I'm like stacking all of these things and just keeping them and claiming them as mine right and storing them in my body and then my shoulders get tight and yeah. then my face turns into bitch face and then your neck's all yeah I'm blur. like Meh. yeah like a fucking <laughs> you can't little poop you angry all stuff yeah in there. angry yeah. little gremlin right. and it's like okay no, go and breathe and yeah. shake your ass or, you know, like I have B, you know, and shake. I'll call her and I'll be like, hey, can I vent? And just like she gives me space to like be yeah. mean and nasty and say things and then be like, OK, I don't mean any of yeah. that. And and not that I even get really mean and nasty. It's just more like sometimes you just have to let when it I out. say mean and nasty, I mean, like. That's how I feel about someone who's yeah. like, pick me, pick me right. like that needy energy. Like I'm never like you know, fuck your mom. Or You're right. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not like, yeah. yeah, but yeah. Um, but just to be able to get them out, say them. Yeah. You know, and my, uh, like my little yoga teacher, my favorite one or whatever. I don't know. You call that like your guru, like your one that you go to for all the questions. I guess she's kind of my guru in my guru in my eyes, but mm-hmm. we were talking the one day and she was like, you know, like I started to ask people if they want my opinion when they tell me that they're going to like bring something to the table because sometimes you don't want anyone's opinion. You literally just want to tell somebody how you feel. You want them to listen and you don't want them to come back and like cause you to validate yeah, yeah. what you're feeling either. And I feel like we do that a lot too. Like we're like your friend will call and vent and you'll be like, well, I don't we know, try maybe to fix you should it try this. Yeah, yeah, you try and fix it. And it's like sometimes I don't want that. And mm-hmm. I do have a friend right now that like she tries to fix everything, mm-hmm. everybody's problem. And like I'm having a hard time spending time with her yeah. because it's like – stop dude Mm -hmm. do do you realize that you're taking all this time away from yourself like none of these people even give a fuck Mm -hmm. that you're trying to fix their problem right now like at all i feel like i do i fall victim to that yeah i do that sometimes where i'm just like but that but that's kind of the space me and b Mm -hmm. have because we both do this work Mm -hmm. for like this is our life yeah Yeah. this is our life like we're constantly working through and processing through stuff and it's like you know, we've we've helped each other in so many spaces where, you know, my experiences, her experiences shift through things. Uh-huh. But, like, there is that space where I'm like, bitch, don't give me any advice. Don't give me a fucking, like, look. Right. That, you know, don't give me don't anything. Even, don't even Put a fucking a quote on <laughs> yeah. and just be a soundboard. Because we're both projectors in human mm-hmm. design, too. So we're like, I'll call her and I'll just be like, hey... I was like, I, I called her yesterday and I'm like, I'm getting my studio's name everywhere. I'm going to buy a fucking billboard. I'm making every, every fucking piece of clothing that I, oh, yeah, every piece of clothing I own, I'm branding it. I'm branding my fucking truck. And she's just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm like, okay, thank you. I'm be there in a minute. And then I'm like, whew. And then I like moved through it so quick where before again, yeah. like I would just like fester in these like low vibrational things. Yeah. What's going on? Forty. Oh, you got to go. Yeah. We could talk forever. We could talk forever. Okay, so, yeah.
Thanks for listening. <laughs> Peace out. Namaste. Namaste. Shit, this is the longest this one ever. Longest one ever. That's Thanks what for she said. For real.